welcome back to another show. Um, I did a solo podcast a couple of weeks ago, but we managed to miss one last week, unfortunately. But we are back here on the podcast, always consistent, always coming up with some great content, some new ideas, and hopefully impacting you at home or the people around you as well. Because remember, the, the differences and the changes that you make to your life will impact the people that you are surrounded with as well. So today we're going to talk about what we like to call the compounding effect. It's not something new that we've come up with. It's been around for a while, a very long time. Um, but it's a topic that we haven't really discussed in depth, I don't think, on this podcast. We have talked about it before, but not fully in depth. So we're going to delve deep into a few of our ideas, a few of our notions, and some things that we install into our clients' habits and lifestyle uh, that allow them to succeed in not just their brain, their body, their business, but their energy, their confidence, and just their general well-being. Now, the big thing with this is the compounding effect, and it's just like saving money, and you get your ISA. You're looking at your interest rate being maybe like one, two, if you're lucky at this time of the year, um, or this kind of era, and it doesn't look like a lot. However, if you continue saving month in, month out, year in, year out, that one year turns into 10 years, turns into 20 years, that mon- money, money, that, that, that money, that money yeah. over those years is compounded. And what you've ended up doing is you've got the benefit of compounding interest. The same applies with your health, your happiness, and also your business. So an example would be, is it okay to maybe not do 10,000 steps once or na- twice now and again? Yeah, it's fine. We've all been there. We've had days where we maybe haven't hit that 10K steps. Or maybe if our goal's bigger, we haven't hit 15K steps. And now and again, that's absolutely fine. Now, if you've got someone doing 10,000 steps per day every day for a year, compared to someone who's doing 5,000 steps per day every single day per year, the energy expenditure from the 10K person is going to be a hell of a lot more than the 5k person, which is going to mean if someone's goal was to drop body fat and have a flat stomach, you know, and firm up and lean up, that's going to have a massive effect, that extra energy expenditure. So that's where we're talking about the compounding effect. People are so short-sighted and they're looking into the days, the weeks, and even a month, and they're kind of thinking, well, you know, having a couple of beers every night won't make a big difference. But you, you compound those two beers every single night, every single week, every single month. And then you start to wonder why you maybe don't have as much energy as you used to. You may be the stomach, the gut, you know, it, it's growing. You kind of, you have to, you know, loosen up a belt buckle. Maybe that shirt doesn't fit you how it fitted you before. And you kind of wonder where it's all come from. Well, it didn't happen overnight. You know, you don't suddenly eat one big Indian and all of a sudden you gain like two gene sizes. The difference is it's the compounding effect of the poor quality food, the drinking every single night, the lack of steps, the lack of activity, the lack of looking after your body. I think as well, a good point to make there, like you're saying, it doesn't just happen overnight. It will take people uh, to get to the extreme to notice the difference. Do you know what I mean? And I think that the trouble with that is, is a lot of people aren't as numerical and aren't as um, habitual as they could be in order to optimize results in whatever field they're trying to, trying to improve. So for example, let's just take weight, okay? So your current weight is 70 kilos. Um, 
you're pretty happy with where you are at the moment and you're, you're, you're fairly confident. So you just let things slide a little bit. The two beers per night come in. The one or two takeaways become three per week. You know, that weekend out becomes not just once a month, it becomes three or four times a month. Over time, like you say, that compounding effect of, of negative effects on your body um, and negative habits that you're installing now are going to make the difference. But at the time, you won't see it. Yeah. Because you're not create, you're not numerical and you're not um you're not tracking things, you're not seeing what changes that is actually making. So like I say, with the weight, the 70 kilos or in January, after you've let yourself slide, might be 72 by February, maybe, because you've just started on that slow process. February, it might be up to 75. You've gained even more than you did in January. So for example, these people who wait to the last minute, if you were to just strip that back and actually have a set of standards and procedures in your life, say for example with your weight, if you were to weigh three times a week or seven times a week for example, and you could see that weight start to fluctuate and potentially creep up, you'd nip it in the bud after two weeks because you'd look at it and you'd say actually, that's going up, why is that? Oh yeah, because I've been drinking more often, because I've been eating out more often, because I've been having more nights out, so I think the problem is with people is rather than waiting for the last minute to make the change, make the change now and just stay with it constantly. Be consistent with the things that you track and be consistent with the, the things that you're doing on a day-to-day basis and actually notice that they are making a difference because it will get to, let's say, March, April and you'll say, right, well, I've, I've undone everything and all I could have done was literally just be on top of it, you know, chase the numbers and, and I wouldn't have been in this position. Agreed. And if you look at it simply, you know, if you're gaining seven pounds a year, which, which isn't even a pound a month, you know, seven pounds is, you know, maybe a pound and a half. Well, sorry, sorry, it's about half a pound, 0.6 of a pound a month. So like you said, just over half a pound. Now, if you do that every single month for a year, that's half a stone. You do that for four years, that's two stone. So I'm at 14 stone, I suddenly become 16 stone. What happens is then I tend to move less. I then gained even more weight. So we've, we've gained in four, in four years, we've gained two stone. Then maybe another two years, we've gained another stone. Now I'm 17 stone, then I'm 18 stone. Then I wait till I get to 19 stone. I look at it and think, I should really do something about this. I don't feel comfortable on the beach. I'm literally lying on the beach and I do not feel comfortable at all. The truth of what Fionn's saying is, it shouldn't have got to that point in the first place. And we can all have excuses. Everybody has the same excuses. We come every single time. It's time, it's money. It's always a time and money. You know, they're the two. Would you say there's any more main ones than that? No. Now, my thing is, people can always find money because we all find money for beers. We moan about the price of beer, you know, and you're looking at like six pound a pint, yet you won't spend six pound on your health. This coffee's three quid a day that I spend. That's a grand a year. Now, quick maths. Yeah, I'm not stupid. Yeah. yeah. Now a pack of cigarettes is, is absolutely lethal. You're looking like I don't smoke. 10, 12 pounds a pack a day. Smoking 20 a day. That's not necessarily a lot, is it? 70 pounds a week. Yeah. But yeah, you won't invest time in your health. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's gone absolutely ludicrous. And I'm not even gonna have a rant on it because Well, if and, you think about it, our, our coaching package, yeah. to be coached like three times a week to have incredible accountability to have so many resources comes at like what 70 percent of that yeah it's mental like it's it's just mental but those people like you say will will rant on and go on about oh i can't afford it oh i just don't have the time to do that whereas it comes back to that kind of just tracking things and actually saying you know 
how much is this costing me or how much time is this taking me or, you know, things like this and pulling it back and saying, I could strip that out and this could give me opportunity to do this or to, to do that path or speak to this person. And also you've got to ask yourself, smoking gives you nothing back. There's no, there's no return on investment, you know, there's nothing. It's literally... It's, it's a short-term fix. Yeah, at least, at least with drinking, it, you get a little bit drunk. You know, you relax. Yeah. You know, it's a social thing. I can get it, see. Whether it's social or not, you know, that's another story. But with smoking, it's literally nothing. There's nothingness in it. So you're spending that money, which you could be spending on your health. That's for another podcast. We could rant on about that for ages. We'll do the, the Stop Smoking podcast. But what we're trying to say is that those 20 cigarettes on day one aren't that bad. But you do that for seven days, that's 140 cigarettes. You do that for a month, that's 560 cigarettes. You do that for a year. What are we on? 5,600, 6,000, 6, nearly 7,000 cigarettes a year. You stick them all out. Not to mention that the money you've spent on it, that is the complete, that's the compound interest in the wrong way. We're all about compound interest in the right way. So we're going to give you some simple actionable steps rather than give you like a grilling like my the mom and dad with me. Yeah, yeah. the round off. Simple, actionable steps. You need to write down a list of things that you're doing right now that are pushing your needle in the right direction. Yeah. That's steps. That's making sure you're having a lunch break away from your desk. That's making sure you're getting fresh air every single day. Are you meditating? Are you journaling? Are you working out? Those things, all those things in one section. Then you've got the things that actually are moving the needle in the other direction. The late nights, you know, maybe being on your phone late at night, maybe hitting snooze every single morning smoking, drinking, anything like that, processed food. Look at what you can minimize in terms of that. If you're drinking four days per week, take it down to three. If you're drinking three, take it down to two. It really isn't rocket science. If you're smoking, don't suddenly give up. If you're finding it hard, maybe drop down from 20 to 18, 18 to 16, and gradually bring that number down. Now, you're going to say to me, oh, Luke, if it's only that easy. Well, the truth is, only you can do it. You know, yeah. we give world-class coaching and I can honestly say without a shadow of a doubt, our coaching program is the best because we've created it. <laughs> That's the answer. No, because <laughs> we actually give you a ton of support, accountability, and we literally lead you through. The difference with us and the difference with other people is we don't overcomplicate stuff. We keep it nice and basic. We are very, very simple people. Now, we could get very techy and we could overcomplicate stuff, but we don't. We tell you what to do, the actionable steps that get the best results. And we've got a proven track record. So that's just us. However, you can make changes today and make some simple, actual steps that push the needle in the right direction and minimize the stuff that's dragging you down. It could even be negative friends jumping in there. It doesn't have to be about your food, your steps. It's a multiples of a million things. I think as well, we talk about on the podcast quite a lot, but if you're someone at the moment who is just jumping out of bed and you're kind of just looking at the phone for five minutes and you're rushing around, you're, you've hit snooze, you know, you've run into the bathroom, you're quickly washing your face and you're, while you're getting dressed and putting your socks on, you're washing your hair and you're, you're doing everything together and it's a mess and then you're grabbing a quick coffee, you're not having a good, you're having maybe a snack bar on the way out and then you're driving to work because you're late and you're rushing off. That is one of the worst ways to start your morning. And I know it's a bit off tangent in the, in the compounding side of things, but drawing it back to that, if you're some, someone who sets yourself up with, let's say just one positive thing every morning, just one thing a month, 
over 12 months, that compounded effect, you're going to have 12 things that you're going to do in the morning. Now, that might sound a bit extreme to a lot of people. And you might say, yes, I've got children. I start work early. I've got to drive to work, you know, and uh, I've got to cook for the kids. And, you know, I've got to get them ready for school, etc. Don't start with one thing. Just, well, oh, sorry. Do start with one thing, but don't add 12 things in, obviously, because that's just going to be overkill. But that compound effect from January, if you start in the morning by just simply waking up and not hitting snooze for a whole month, that is then going to become a habit. You then in February, you wake up and you don't hit snooze. Then you add a pint of water for the first thing that you do that you wake up. That's going to become a habit. And over time, your morning is going to become so much better. And I feel like a lot of people fail at a lot of things because they're not setting the morning up correctly. Yeah, definitely. But you, you know, know, also as well, what you're saying is so obvious and so simple. People don't do it because people are lazy. Yeah. We've become a lazy nation and we can rant about this if we want, but we become a nation of people that want to take an easy way, an easy way of approach of doing it. You know, when we're not moving as much, we're not active as much, you know, we're seeking um, easy to source foods, a lot more processed food. So that methodology that what you're saying is completely correct. Mm. Yet the truth is, we've said it a million times and people still don't do it. You know, and if they did it in four years, they'd have 48 amazing habits. You think of the, the productivity, the energy, yeah. the body, the physique you'd have in four years if you only you just applied what we're just talking about right now. That is the compound effect. That is the slight edge. And, and that's that is the, the big, end. And that is the end. The edge in the end. There we go. Hey, as like always... That. See you next week. We'll be here and we will be compounding this as you will see because we do this show near enough week in, week out. I think we've probably missed. You couldn't, I reckon you count that on your hands the yeah. podcast we've missed since we started, to be fair. And I can guarantee you now, unless I'm not on this planet, we'll be here next year. <laughs> <laughs> unless I get a rocket ship out of yeah. here. Or unless I've be, left him. Yeah, unless he's left <laughs> and I'll still be here. <laughs> I don't know how to set the podcast up though, but I'll work it out. Just give me a FaceTime. <laughs> That's that then. I think we'll wrap it up there. Thanks for listening as always. Give it a share, give it a like, send it to a friend and we will see you next week.